0: Hi guys, welcome back to the channel. And today I want to do a book review of a book that I wasn't sure if I should review, uh, in this kind of format. Uh, and I'll get to that in one second. But before I do that, I want to flash back a little bit to a book that cam- came out in the mid nineties. Uh, based on this, it was uh, the Christianity Today 1995 book of the year by historian Mark Knoll, uh, book came out in 1994 uh historian from Wheaton College. And again, usually I've been sticking to fiction books lately on the channel, and that will overwhelmingly be the case. But uh I want to review a book that I think is important for conversation. But again, before that, uh the book I'm referring to uh from years ago is called The Scandal of the Evangelical Mind by Mark Knoll. And he opens up the book by saying the scandal of the evangelical mind is that there's not much of an evangelical mind Uh, and he goes on to say that uh, american evangelicals are not exemplary for their thinking and they have not been so for several generations and uh, the book goes on to outline how evangelicals have really abandoned uh, prioritizing education higher education uh, the sciences the arts uh, things of that nature and it's it does so to our detriment and that was a very profound book, and it might be more applicable today than it, when it was written in 1994. And for me, that was a kind of a defining book uh, in, in terms of speaking hard truth to the evangelical uh, community. And I am one who would theologically consider himself to be an evangelical. Uh, I have so for over 30 years now. And, and so it's from that place that I'm speaking and it's from that place that Mark Noll is speaking. But the book I want to review today is a newer book, uh, came out in 2020, uh, and it's caused a lot of stir or stir already. And I think it's a good thing because this is a book worth talking about. It's by Kristen Dumais. It is called Jesus and John Wayne. Uh, Jesus and John Wayne. She is a history professor from Calvin College. And so again, she, speaks from within the faith community. Uh, she is not uh, an angry atheist who is throwing stones at evangelicals. Uh, she speaks from uh, the Christian community perspective. And Jesus and John Wayne, for me, is uh, if you're to kind of start a, a series of books that are almost required reading for anyone who would consider themselves evangelical, uh, these would be two books uh, that I would start with. Uh, they speak powerfully to some of the blind spots uh, even in the evangelical community. And I mentioned before that I would consider myself theologically evangelical. And let me explain that for a second before I get into uh, what Dumais says. Evangelical, if you're not familiar, if you're not religious, you may have already turned this off and that's fine. But uh, evangelical started off as a category of Christian beliefs, a certain set of Christian beliefs, and how uh, Christians look at some theological issues. It has is evolved over time, and if you watch uh, talk shows still today, you'll see evangelicals kind of lamenting that pollsters are describing people as evangelical, even though they're culturally evangelical, but not theologically evangelical. And this in lies the problem in that evangelical no longer really defines a set of theological beliefs. Evangelical now refers more to this overarching culture that we've created. And Dumais does a fantastic job of tracing that history, uh, going all the way back to World War II, but primarily kicks in in the 1950s and moving forward. And talks primarily, and again suggested by the title, that Jesus and John Wayne, that as evangelicals, we have really made a a hero, a role model out of the John Wayne figure, that the rough and tumble manly man uh, is the ideal of the evangelical Christian. And she traces this from really from the 1950s uh, is where really kind of even a few years before that is when it starts. But things really hit the ground running in the 1950s, and she traces that trend all the way through to today, and ultimately culminating, as the subtitle says, how white evangelicals corrupted a faith and fractured a nation. So obviously where she's going with this is talking about uh, the election of Donald Trump. And I do not want to get political here. I'm simply uh, going on Dumais' uh, premise here. and. What you find in Donald Trump is a politician that evangelicals overwhelmingly supported, even though so much of his life is has nothing reflective of evangelical beliefs. Uh evangelicals were reluctant to support Mitt Romney because he was a Mormon. They're reluctant to support John McCain uh, because of some of the things in his life. But yet we see this uh Strong devotion to somebody like Donald Trump. And so she traces how this obsession with the John Wayne figure has played out in evangelicalism and not only promoting a certain ty- type of masculinity, but also how it's become ingrained in political thinking and political power struggles. And, uh, just lest you think this is just, some um, uh, liberal feminist or something spouting, uh, the last 30 pages of the book are nothing but her footnotes and citations. Uh so she did a lot of research in this. And again, this book might make your blood boil. Uh this book grieved me deeply. Uh it deeply saddened me and really caused me to take a step back and looking at some people that I've greatly admired and respected for over 30 years uh, to see some of the things that they're involved in. Things that they are promoting that I had no idea of, and this brings a lot of that to light. And so again, this might make you really mad. Uh, the more conservative you are, probably the angrier this book might make you. But at the same time, uh, whether you like the conclusions or not, uh, I would really encourage, especially if you consider yourself evangelical. If you don't consider yourself evangelical, I would encourage you to read this book anyway, uh, because again, sometimes we have this notion of what an evangelical is. And I think with Dume, we have somebody who writes from a Christian perspective who does not fit the bill of that typical cultural evangelical, if you understand the meaning of that. Um, So there might be some who cheer uh, at this book. There might be some who are grieved by this book. There might be some who are just flat out angry at reading this book. Whatever your response to the book, just like Noel's Scandal of the Evangelical Mind, I think it's really worth reading uh, to wrestle with what is portrayed in this book, to to look at what is presented and, and laid forth as bare and evident in this book. Some things I think that the evangelical community needs to wrestle with and, and needs to wrestle through. And I won't go into all the specifics. Uh, a lot of this for me was uh, kind of a page turn of just I-, I didn't know any of this. What's happening next? Uh, but really looks at the culture of evangelical Christianity that it's it has been for 80 years more than just religious and theological beliefs, but there's a culture behind it, and, and this kind of pulls back the curtain of that culture to see some of the key players who keep popping up in shaping that culture uh, that we have made evangelical Christianity more about promoting a certain kind of manhood than we have been promoting Jesus, I think is the best way to summarize the book. Uh, so personally, uh, I I think this is an outstanding book. Again, regardless of your responses to it, uh, you don't have to like a book or agree with a book to uh, think that it's an important book, and I think this is an important book. Uh, I, I want to Tame my words about, uh, where I fall on liking the books. I don't want to cause controversy or debate other than to say, I think this is an incredibly important book, incredibly timely. And I think definitely worth the read uh, of anyone, especially who considers themselves to be an evangelical Christian to wrestle with what is it we really stand for? Do we stand for political ideologies or do we stand for Jesus? and is there a difference between the two and should there be more of a difference between the two so anyway hopefully that teased enough uh that makes you uh as you can see i i got this from the library uh getting it wasn't in the budget right now uh but outstanding book one that i'll probably get at some point to have uh, in my library to go back to uh, again and again so again in some of the most important and profound books that I've read uh, in, as an evangelical over the past 30 years. Uh, Mark Knoll's Scandal of the Evangelical Mind and Kristen Dumes' Jesus and John Wayne are uh, two of the most important books that I have read uh, in over 30 years. So hopefully it's helpful to you and uh, maybe encourages you to go out and give it a try. Uh, even if you hotly disagree with it, I think it's still important to read and wrestle through the implications. So thank you so much for watching and we'll see you back here next time.